Hi, you're listening to All Law, an audio series brought to you by Lakshmi Kumaran and Shridharan, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to combine our knowledge of law with extensive experience in industry and technology in order to design practical legal solutions for our clients. This podcast series is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative where we will discuss notable judicial and regulatory developments and analyze the business implications of the law as it evolves in India. This podcast focuses on dividend payments to non-residents and whether the same can be looked at as DTAA relief on the horizon. Dividend payments to non-residents DTAA relief on the horizon? A major relief has been provided by the tax tribunal in its recent ruling in Gisek and Devriant on the rate of tax applicable on dividends paid by an Indian company to its overseas parent. The case is a new hope. The main issues before the tribunal in this case was related to transfer pricing adjustments and disallowance of certain expenditure. The taxpayer, an Indian company, raised additional ground before the tribunal on the applicability of the Indo-German Tax Treaty DTAA, on dividends paid by the taxpayer to its German parent company. As per the taxpayer, the revenue was wrong in not extending the benefit of the lower rates of tax provided under the DTAA in respect of dividends and subjecting the payment of dividend to the rate of 15% provided in Section 1150 of the Income Tax Act 1961. While examining if Dividend Distribution Tax, or DDT, was a tax on the company distributing the dividend or on its shareholders, the tribunal referred to the decision of High Court in Godrej and Boyce Manufacturing. The tribunal concluded that the High Court had held that DDT is a tax on the company and not on the shareholder. However, tribunal was of the view that while the liability to pay the DDT is on the payer company, the additional income tax under Section 1150 is a levy on income, the definition of which includes dividend. The tribunal analyzed the legislative history of Section 1150 of the Act and the Memorandum, explaining the Finance Bill 1997 and Finance Bill 2003. As per the tribunal, the said documents clearly established that the levy of DDT on the payer company was driven by administrative considerations rather than legal necessity and further emphasis on the fact that levy is for all intents and purposes a charge on dividends. It was also noted by the tribunal that the ultimate burden of the DDT fell on the shareholders and not on the payer company. The tribunal also analysed the memorandum explaining the Finance Bill 2020 wherein the change in dividend taxation regime scheme was explained. The memorandum stated that currently the incidence of tax is on the payer company and not on the recipient of the dividend as it normally should be. Since dividend is income in the hands of the shareholders, the incidence of tax should also be on them. The memorandum further states that the DDT regime is inquitous and regressive since it levies a flat rate of tax on distributed profits across the board regardless of the rate at which the recipient of dividend is otherwise taxed. The tribunal concluded that the erstwhile DDT regime had been enacted merely for administrative ease and it was withdrawn since it was leading to a taxation of income at a fixed rate. Thus, the tribunal concluded that DDT is a tax on dividends received by the shareholders and not on the distributed profits of the payer company.
The tribunal finally referred to sections 4 and 5 of the act and observed that they were subject to section 90. Section 90 subsection 2 of the act lays down that for taxpayers to whom the provisions of DTAA are applicable the said provisions wherever beneficial shall prevail over the provisions of the act since section 4 that is the charging provision of the act is itself subject to section 90 and the levy of additional income tax under section 115o is in turn covered by section 4 section 115o is also subject to section 90 therefore the tribunal held that tax rates specified in DTAA in respect of dividend must prevail over DDT Godrej and Boyce manufacturing a spanner in the works although the tribunal examined the judgment of high court in Godrej and Boyce manufacturing the tribunal did not consider the impact of the subsequent judgment of the supreme court in the said matter therefore it is only apposite to analyze the findings of the tribunal in the light of the supreme court judgment the main question before the apex court in that case was whether section 14a of the act was applicable to dividend income on which tax is payable under section 115o there the taxpayer had argued that section 14a of the act would not apply to the dividend income that has suffered tax in the hands of the distributing company because it cannot be strictly construed as exempt income The Apex Court rejected the arguments of the taxpayer. The court held that a literal reading of section 14A clearly showed that it would apply where the income is not includeable in the total income of the taxpayer shareholder. The court also held that even if it were to be assumed that the additional income tax levied under section 115O of the Act is applicable on the dividend and not on the distributed profits of the paying company, section 14A would still be applicable. This is because subsections 4 and 5 of section 115O clearly lay down that further benefit of the payment of DDT cannot be claimed either by the paying company or the recipient shareholder. From the above, it can be inferred that the Apex Court agreed with the arguments of the department that DDT is an additional income tax on the distributed profits of the dividend distributing company and not a tax on dividends earned by the shareholder per se. However, The judgment of the Apex Court had not made a categorical finding in this regard. On a concluding note, it may be imperative to discuss dividend to non-residents and how it may be the way forward. From the decision of the ITAT in Gesec and Devriant India Private Limited, the arguments which could be taken by assessees to avail the beneficial rates provided of DTAAs over the rate provided under section 115O of the Act stand bolstered. Moreover, considering that the said issue was brought before the ITAT by way of additional grounds, taxpayers can explore claiming any excess tax paid on dividends in the past as refund wherever such possibilities exist. Taxpayers should also reevaluate their decision to settle any pending appeals under the Vivad Se Vishwas Act 2020 in the light of this possibility. However, the specter of the Supreme Court's observation in Godrej and Boyce Manufacturing Company Limited on whether the ddt is a tax on the company distributing the dividend or on the shareholders still looms large over the arguments advanced by the taxpayer while there appears to be a beacon for taxpayers sailing in the choppy seas of the erstwhile ddt regime they may still have to negotiate some turbulence before getting to the dry lands of dtas thank you for taking the time to listen to the series we would love to hear your feedback comments and questions about the episode 
You could write to us at podcast at lakshmishree.com to know more. You can even suggest topics for future episodes you'd like to hear more about. Do check out our website www.lakshmishree.com which is being linked in the episode description below to keep abreast of relevant legal updates. We hope you'll join us next week.